It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome, welcome, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Rob Zakari. It's the Rob Zakari Show. And so we are getting on the tonight. We are late, and the show will not uh, go its full two-plus hours. I was delayed today because of the uh, the March, the, the Women's Day. Yeah, I, was, I was late because of the Women's Day. I was out marching. Yes, I was. Today, I identified as a woman. I did. I identified as a woman so I could chin out here in L.A. There was a bunch of uh, uh, events going on that provided free food, free drink. It was a big party. And I didn't want to miss it. So I identified uh, as a woman. And ate and drank and partied for free. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> of course I'm joking. Of course I'm joking. Listen, I was at some places today where they didn't even know there was this woman's march. They went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to do some baby stuff. I had to do uh, some girlfriend doctor stuff. You know, the the baby today is seven weeks old. So we're still doing, uh, you know, doctor visits and, and, and her doctor visits. We're still doing all that stuff. And I didn't think, I mean, it's my fault. I'm, I'm uh, sponsored. That the uh, stuff we were doing today would take us well into the seven an hour. We started our journey at eleven a.m., so it was unexpected. I should have been more prepared, and that's why um, we are podcasters. <laughs> that's why we're on Spreaker. That's why we're on iTunes. That's why we're not on KI, damn it. 
because if I was on KFI, I couldn't just roll into the KFI studios. Say, hey, man, went a little late tonight. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Tim Conway Jr. would be very upset at me. He'd go, what are you doing? <laughs> thinking of something today. Just, just walk with me here. I was thinking of something today. I was hearing uh, media reports that schools were closing because teachers, women teachers, were not going to work because they were protesting or, I guess, uh, marching, whatever they want to call it. Liberals. Liberals. If you think like if you don't act like that, you don't agree with everything they stand for, then you are evil. You're a monster. You're not worthy of breathing the same. Go to school. And that's like the daycare. You kind of follow me? Say you have two kids. One's in second grade. One's in fourth grade. At that age, they go to school from eight or nine to four or three. I mean, it's been a long time since I was in grammar school. Long time. (laughs) But I remember back then, school started at 8, and we got home at 4. So that's what I remember. So imagine, you're a career woman, and your career... Maybe you're a police officer. Maybe you're a firewoman. Maybe you're a nurse. Maybe you're a paramedic. Maybe you work at a bank. I don't know. Pick a profession. And you don't want to leave work today. You don't want to boycott work today. Maybe marching with Ashley Judd. Or Rosie O'Donnell. But I'm just throwing out your typical liberal douchebags. Or that Muslim woman that got arrested today. The quasi-terrorist. In front of Trump Tower. Maybe you're not into marching with them. Maybe you're not into what they are well, let's face it. It wasn't a pro-woman's march. It was really a march to bash Trump. Now, I guess there was some women's stuff in there. Abortion on demand. Abortion on demand. Want the right to have abortion no matter what. Gotcha. Well, what if you're a woman who doesn't believe in that? What if you're a woman who didn't think Hillary Clinton? What if you're a woman, one of the stupid women that voted for Donald Trump? Because according to women on the left, according to women 
that voted for Hillary Clinton, one that voted for Trump, who was a woman, is stupid. So what if you're one of those women? One of the dumb women, according to the left. And your kid happens to go to school where these teachers teach at. And you get notified, uh, school's closed today. School's closed today because the teachers didn't show up. They're marching. They're protesting. And that's your daycare. You work the 8 to 4 shift or the 8 to 5 shift. You work that shift. And you've timed that shift with a relative or a husband to be home at 4 o'clock for when the kids get out of school. And now all of a sudden... Your life is thrown in disarray. You've got to figure out what to do with your two kids because a bunch of teachers, a bunch of women decide, you know what? We're not going to teach today. We're going to go bitch and whine about Donald Trump. And we don't care. About other women. We don't care if they're inconvenienced. F them. They should be marching with us. If they're not marching with us, F them. Typical liberal thought process. When I heard schools closed today, that's the first thing I thought. Thought was, what about the women that use school as a daycare? Hard-working women that use school as a daycare. What did they do? You get a call. Oh, uh, I'm closed today. What? Closed today. Oh, okay. Well, what am I going to do? Well, I guess you're going to have to find a babysitter. I got to find a babysitter? This is all kind of sudden. This is kind of quick. Well, hey, tough. Oh, tough. So now that woman has to call her job and say, uh, yeah, I can't come in today. Why can't you come in? I don't have a babysitter. I don't have somebody that can take care of my kids. Normally, they'd be at school. But a bunch of liberal douchebag women decided they weren't going to teach today. So because of that, they closed the school down. So now I'm horrible. I mean, seriously, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. But it's your typical liberal thought process. Typical liberal thought process. I mean, 
everything that they've been doing since Trump has been elected has been so over the top. I mean, just so over the top. They've been violent. Uh, I, I, just, it's just so over the top. I mean, people on the right were pissed off that Obama won. People on the right were pissed off, but they never did the stuff that the left is doing. I mean, hell, if anybody should have been doing that, it should have been a bunch of racist, homophobe, homophobe, neo-Nazis. Because remember, all the people that voted for Trump, neo-Nazis, Islamophobes, homophobes, racists, and all those people, with the exception of maybe a million, million and a half spread out through Michigan and Ohio and Florida, millions and millions and millions of people didn't vote for Obama. They voted for the white guy. And yet, when Obama won, those voters went, eh, you know what, lost. They didn't do what the left is doing. So what does that tell you about this narrative? Oh, the, the, the people who voted for Trump, they're Nazis. No, no, no. Because if there was millions and millions and millions of redneck Nazi, uh, uh, alt-right, Pepe the Frog, uh, Islamophobes, they would have been burning stores down. They, they would have been breaking windows. They would have been punching liberals at every turn there was. But that's not the case. It's the left that are causing havoc everywhere. Poor women today that did vote for Hillary Clinton all got inconvenienced. If their kids went to a school that was closed down because a bunch of hipster liberal douchebags didn't want to teach, they were punished. Women who didn't vote for Hillary were punished. So it wasn't a Woman's March for equality and all of these things. And, and listen, that's a, a, a BS statement. You realize that. Women are not oppressed here in the United States. Okay? Women aren't treated like women are treated in Saudi Arabia. The left is brutal, man. Seriously, Democrats are brutal. Obama is brutal because Obama created this. Obama, remember, the Democrats created this oppression of women. 
when they went after Mitt Romney, binders full of women, they created this, this, this narrative that half the country hates women. It's not the case. So today was about women. It was about a certain section. And that certain section are liberal Democrats. And if you're not part of that orbit, F you. That's what it was about. It's Rob Carey. It's Rob Carey Show. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. It's always my favorite. Uh, it's always my favorite clip because that's the uh, liberals' hero. Well, not so much anymore because they got Obama. But after all of this, investigations are done, and it comes out all the shenanigans that Obama and his people are up to. Uh, he's not going to be looking too much like the uh, the the golden child, the the prodigal one. But we'll get to that in a minute. You know, I wanted to Ben Carson controversy real quick. We we touched on a little of it yesterday, but the Federalist. It's a good site. You guys should check it out. Uh, put together an article today. Well, it's not so much an article. It's an instance. It's an example of 11 times Barack Hussein Obama said basically the exact same thing that Ben Carson said. So when I read a story today that uh, uh, Leslie Jones that beast said, I want to fight Ben Carson. Cash me outside, mother effa. How about that F face? <laughs> it's just so, I, I, it's just so literate. I hate it really. Cash me outside, mother effa. How about that, F-Face, Carson? And when there's so much, see, again, it's, if a tree falls in the woods, but nobody's around in that forest, did the tree really fall? Nobody was there to hear the noise. Nobody was there to see it. Did it really happen? And that's basically what you got. As long as liberals control the media, 
you're always going to have a Leslie Jones or a Samuel L. Jackson. He said, okay, Ben Carson, I can't. Immigrants in the bottom of slave ships? Mother effa, please. And then even the whitest of white got in the act. Chelsea Clinton, this can't be real. Slaves were not and are not immigrants. Now, what she's saying directly contradicts Barack Hussein Obama. And like I said, Democrats, liberals control the media. CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Daily Beast ABC News, none of them are doing a five, six, seven-minute story where they are playing Ben Carson's speech, what he said, and the 11 times that Obama said the exact same thing. Because if they did that, there would be no Samuel L. Jackson. There would be no Leslie Jones. There would be no Chelsea Clinton. Because they would have seen it and they would have never said anything because they would have looked stupid. But they know, well, they don't know that Obama said that, but in their minds, Obama didn't say it because they're not up on Obama speeches. They're not up on politics enough to have heard the speeches where Obama has said this. So in turn, they say what they're saying because there's no historical record that's played every single night on the CNNs and the MSNBCs and the ABCs and so forth and so on. So, remember what Chelsea Clinton said. Slaves were not and are not immigrants. Okay? Now, I'm going to read you, and this is from the Federalist. You could, you could click on it. It's good stuff. Number one, at a naturalization ceremony in 2015, while addressing a crowd at the National Archives and Records Administration in 2015, Obama said this. Certainly, it wasn't easy for those of African heritage who had not come here voluntarily and yet, in their own way, were immigrants themselves. Obama said Exactly what Chelsea Clinton said is not. Again, what did Chelsea Clinton say? Let me just say it. Let me repeat it. Slaves were not and are not immigrants. 
That's what Chelsea Clinton said. Obama started his speech. It wasn't easy for those of African heritage who had not come here voluntarily and yet in their own way were immigrants themselves. Obama said the exact same thing. The exact same. There was no outrage when Obama called slaves immigrants. There was no Whoopi Goldberg screaming and yelling. Now, think about it. Either I'm right as it pertains to the media and the fact that Democrats and the left control the media. So in turn, they're never going to show those clips, the videos of Obama saying the same thing. These individuals are purposely pretending they didn't see that. So even the media has shown that. And it's not controlled by all liberals and Democrats. And these people are pretending they didn't see it because they can't stomach a black conservative, much less Ben Carson. Or they legitimately never knew Obama said this stuff because the media never reported on it. Basically, take your pick. So that was number one. Number two, at the naturalization ceremony three years earlier. So this is in 2012. We say it so often. We sometimes forget what it means. We are a nation of immigrants. Unless you are the first Americans, a Native American, we are all descendant from folks who came from someplace else. Rather, they arrived on the Mayflower or on a slave ship. Rather, they came through Ellis Island or crossed the Rio Grande. Number two. That's number two. Two times Obama is saying exactly what Ben Carson said. This is how hysterical liberals are, Democrats are, the media are. They despise the right. They despise them so much that they are going after somebody for saying something exactly, almost word for word, what Obama has said in the past. I mean, that's how much rage, that's how much venom they have. Number three, three times, the third one, at a DNC event April 28, 2011. I want a confident America where, yes, everybody makes sacrifices, but nobody bears all the burden. And we live up to the idea that no matter who we are, no matter what we look like, 
no matter whether our ancestors landed on Ellis Island or came here on a slave ship or crossed the Rio Grande, we are all connected to one another. We rise and fall together. So there Obama is saying, rather you crossed Rio Grande, rather you came to Ellis Island, or you were a slave in the bottom of a ship forced to America, they're all the same. Again, Obama is talking about slaves being immigrants. And here's the man, beast, whatever she is, talking about fight Ben Carson. She wants to fight Ben Obama for Samuel L. Jackson to be outraged, he should be outraged over Obama. And for the white princess, Chelsea Clinton, she definitely should be deleting that tweet because she's straight up saying slaves were not and are not immigrants. But I just gave you three instances where Barack Hussein Obama immigrants slaves and vice versa. Number four, four time, four, and speak one day later. So the third time was April 28th. This is April 29th. Bomb that we didn't rise the Statue of Liberty with its back to the world. We bridged it with its way to the world. Ancestors came here on the Mayflower or a slave ship. Rather, they in an island or across and we are all one people. Again, referencing that immigrants and slaves are one and the same. At a DNC event in Harlem, March 29th, Obama said, and so what we wanted to do was adapt to the times, adapt to the 21st century, but also remind ourselves that there are some old-fashioned, time-worn values that rather your forebears landed at Ellis Island or they came here on a slave ship or they crossed the Rio Grande, or however they got here. They typically had a commitment to hard work and a commitment to community and a commitment to family and a willingness to dream big dreams and patriotism that was not rooted in ethnicity, but was rooted in a creed and a set of ideals and a belief that in America anything was possible. Now, that speech... That speech, I mean, you can't say plagiarized, but the whole thing of Ben Carson talking about working hard. Values. Commitment to family. Carson said that stuff. 
Another event, April 22nd, 2011. Obama said, my vision is for one where we're living within our means, but we're still investing in our future. And everybody's making sacrifices. Nobody bears all the burdens. And we live up to the idea that no matter how you look like, where you come from, rather you landed here, your ancestors landed here on Ellis Island, or they came here on a slave ship, or they just came over the Rio Grande, that we are all connected to one another. We rise and fall together. I mean, it, it really is astonishing. It really is astonishing to watch the left lose their minds. That Don Lemon, again, either Don Lemon is willfully ignorant Don Lemon is just it, just going out of his way to be ignorant to all of this information. He really is ignorant because he's never seen any of these speeches from Obama, which then makes him willfully ignorant. Because he's supposed to be a reporter, a journalist. And when he's doing a segment and having a panel and everybody's getting outraged over Ben Carson, you look incredibly horrible. You, you look incredibly horrible or you look exactly like all of us. Everybody on the right says CNN and the rest of the media are which is a propaganda arm for the Democrat Party. But when Don Lemon and his panel are crying and yelling and bitching about Ben Carson talking about slaves and immigrants, and we're up to number seven, seven of instances where Obama said the same thing, it's just astonishing. It's just another day, astonishing, unbelievable propaganda from the left, CNN, MSNBC, and the rest of them. Number eight, no matter what we look like, where we come from, what God we worship to, no matter whether our ancestors landed on Ellis Island or came here on a slave ship or crossed the Rio Grande. We believe that we are all connected and we rise and fall together. And that is a strength. That is the strength of America. That's the heart of the idea of America. That's the heart of the idea of our campaign. Again, I I mean, there's 11 of them. I kind of skipped around because I think you get the point. Number 10, at the gala for the Congressional Hispanic Caucuses, September 2011. It's a vision where we live within our means, but we invest in our future where everybody makes sacrifices, but nobody has to bear the burden alone, and everybody shares in our success, where we live up to the idea that no matter what you look like, no matter where you come from, no matter what your surname, 
Rather, your ancestors landed on Ellis Island or came over on a slave ship or crossed the Rio Grande. We're all connected, and we will rise and fall together. It's like a lot of this stuff he just repeated. It was like a shtick. Rather, you're a slave or rather you came from the Rio Grande. We rise and fall together. The 11th. And a forum in American Latino Heritage, October 11th, while adjusting the crowd. Obama said, and here in America, we have turned, we have united by more than color of our skin, uh, the language we speak. We're joined together by shared creed, a shared set of values. We're connected by the future we want for ourselves and our children. And we determine our own destiny here. Whether our ancestors came from or came over on a slave ship or crossed the ground. Or we are here long before the country was founded. We're in this together. And we have the opportunity right now to determine our own destiny. Guys, this is 11 instances. And again, don't take my word for it. You can look this stuff up on YouTube. You can go to the Federalist. 11 instances where Obama said the exact same thing that Ben Carson said. The exact same thing. Saying immigrants, slaves, crossing Rio Grande, coming through Ellis Island. Then the next time, one of your hipster douchebag friends, and I wish my girl, she was uh, in, in a in a office today waiting on an appointment and a couple hipster douchebag women were talking about uh, the whole Ben Carson thing and my girl kind of jumped in and said hey Obama basically said the same thing but she didn't have these 11 instances I wish she did she could have read these it said, here, who said this, Obama or Ben Carson? Now, she told them this, and they might have just thought today, uh, you know, she's a, a, a quasi-conservative, and she's just sticking up Ben Carson, and they didn't want to fight with her while they were all uh, in the middle of their appointment. So if my girl had this, she could have said, I quote, Certainly, it wasn't easy for those of African heritage who had not come here voluntarily, yet in their own way were immigrants themselves. There was discrimination and hardship and poverty. But like you, they no doubt found inspiration in all of those who had come before them. And they were able to muster faith that here in America, they might build a better life and give their children something more. That 2015 uh, Obama passage was straight up comparing immigrants and slaves. Straight up. So, again... Next time that beast Leslie Jones up 
open her mouth. Next time, Samuel Jackson opens his mouth. And last, but definitely not least, next time that Chelsea Clinton opens that big mouth. The words of Obama right in those mouths. Put Obama in Chelsea's mouth and make her choke on the 11 times Obama compared immigrants and slaves. It's Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. Another word from our favorite, Hillary Rodham Clinton. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, seriously, hot sauce. So I've been I've been eating a lot of hot sauce, a lot of uh, raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You might need to slow down. I need to, yeah, yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. Just listen to that clip. Just, just listening to that clip of Hillary Clinton talk about. Um, you know, again, I don't care uh, what happens with Trump. I, I don't care Russians. I don't, I don't care impeachment. I don't care a health bill that's Obama light. About any of that. I don't care Kellyanne Conway. She could, she could put her feet. She could rub her, her tuckus all over. The desk, the, 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 the president's desk. I don't care. The fact that we do not Hillary Clinton in the White House makes everything perfect, makes everything great. And for all the cons, for all the, the when you go pros and cons of something, for all the things that are bad, all you need is one. Hillary Clinton and the Democrats are not in the White House. It's all that matters, man. <laughs> it's, it's all that matters. All that matters. Just, just, just remember that. It's all that matters. All right. So, uh, a story that broke on on Fox, and, and, and you know. <sighs> CNN, I I almost feel like they've just given up on being like a real news um, organization. I take that back. I feel like they've basically given up on on not giving the impression that they are just a a, a wing of the Democrat Party. I, I, I feel like they used to push back against that. And they used to actually cry. But I think now they've just given up. 
I, I think now they've given up. I think they've given up. And they're like, F it. F it. Yeah, we are the, the, the arm of the Democrat Party. Yes, we are. 100%. We're done trying to hide it. We're done trying to, 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 to fight it. Yes, we are. Yes. Our boss, Jeff Zucker, is Obama's cuckold. Yes. Because if you go to the CNN site, nowhere, nowhere. Now, it might be on there, and I just don't see it. Kind of proves my point. But nowhere is the story of the Iraqi insurgent fighter that lied about his identity and got through the vetting process. Now, this didn't happen on Trump's watch. This happened on Obama's watch. And, more importantly, they tried to hide it. They tried to hide it. Now, this isn't some, well, anonymous sources. This has got, like... uh, Attorney generals and and, and congressmen all over the story, and it's not on CNN. So listen, federal lawmakers are investigating how a former Iraqi insurgent fighter was able to lie about his identity and still get through America's vetting process. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. Attorney General Jeff Sessions to find out why the terrorist suspect's pending arrest was allegedly spiked just over a week before the election. Trump had run on a tough-on-terror platform and had been critical of President Obama's refugee policy. When Joint Terrorism Task Force and U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Texas sought to prosecute this refugee, the local law enforcement and prosecutors allegedly met resistance from officials from within the National Security Division's counterterrorism section in Washington, D.C. Committee Chairman Ron Johnson said in a March 6th letter to U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, the resistance allegedly occurred a few weeks before the 2016 election. And local authorities believe the lack of progress in this case was handled inadequately. The suspect was an Iraqi man who had entered the U.S. under a false name. Fox News has learned the JTTF confirmed through U.S. Special Forces who encountered the suspect during operations that he claimed to have participated in attacks against American troops as an insurgent. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. And you go to CNN? Nowhere. MSNBC? Nowhere. Nowhere. 
I mean, MSNBC doesn't really try to claim uh, they're impartial. They're, they, they basically say, yeah, we're the arm of the Democrat Party. Rachel Maddow hugging Hillary, feeling her up. Lawrence O'Donnell. I mean, these bleeding heart douchebags don't really lie. I mean, I've watched Rachel Maddow say, I am a liberal. Hi. But CNN? No, what word? We report the news. We're not, we don't have skin in the game. Oh, bull. You go to CNN.com right now. The headline is not what the doctor ordered. And it's Paul Ryan holding up the American Health Care Act. And it says, medical organizations oppose the Obamacare repeal plan. White House and GOP leaders brush off criticism. That's their headline. Not anything about an Iraqi insurgent fighter that got through the great vetting process. And the whole thing was kept under wraps until after the 2016 election. It's astonishing. I I mean, this really is, like I said, this isn't some anonymous news reef. This isn't some New York Times anonymous sources. Someone who didn't want to go on the record because they've got a a job. This is straight up, hey, this senator is asking for more information. This occurred. This happened. This isn't anonymous sources. This is legit. I mean, man, the Democrats did everything in their power to give Hillary Clinton the upper hand, and she still lost. I mean, this is purposely being done. This was done because they said, hey, if this gets out, if this gets out, people are going to go, hey, that's why we need Trump and the travel bans and this and that. And we can't let this out. This, this proves Trump right. And like we talked about yesterday, for all we know, for all we know, the CIA was hacking computers. The CIA was doing everything that the Obama administration is saying the Russians did. But the CIA used the program that can make the hacking look like it came from the Russians or from China or North Korea. I'm telling you, we are going to find more and more and more stuff like this out as the days go on. Like we talked about yesterday, the Democrats, Hillary Clinton, Obama, 
they weren't supposed to lose. So you don't clean up a murder scene if you've got your buddy, another murderer, that's just going to take over the house, take over the room. You don't worry about all the crap you left behind if it's one of your boys or you're one of your girls or one of your crew, one of your family members that's coming in after. You don't got to worry about stuff like this. Remember, Hillary Clinton was supposed to win. Hillary Clinton was supposed to win. So at the end of the day, all the people that served under Obama for eight years stay on with Hillary. Loretta Lynch stays on with Hillary. They all stay on. And once they lost, stuff like this Iraqi insurgent that got through our vetting process and the whole situation was hidden. Because if it got out, it would have helped Trump. Things like this are now revealed. And there's going to be more of these things. There's going to be more of this stuff. The whole wiretapping thing now is coming out. That wouldn't have came out if Hillary won. You would never hear boo about it. At some point, the Iraqi entered the U.S. through the refugee program. His activities in the U.S. triggered an investigation by GATTF members who planned to charge him with visa fraud while they investigated possible further charges. Sources say the case demonstrates the challenge of vetting people with little documented history in countries where there's no paper trail. Officials from the U.S. Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office of Western Texas, and the Joint Terrorism Task Force refused to comment. U.S. officials said earlier this week that nearly a third of the FBI's 1,000 ongoing domestic terrorism investigations involved those admitted to the U.S. as refugees. You didn't hear any of that. Five months ago, four months ago, three months ago. Why? Because it would have helped Trump. Imagine if this news came out before the election. Trump would have won even bigger. He would have won the states that he won bigger. And he would have won states that he narrowly lost. And at the end of the day, hiding this type of information, wiretaps, CIA investigations, all of this stuff. And Hillary Clinton still lost. The media, having the, the 95% of the media 
rooting for you, pushing for you, doing everything they can to make you win, and you still lost. I mean, this is amazing. This is amazing. The fact that the Obama administration hid this Iraqi insurgent, the fact that he got through the refugee program and they purposely hid the information. And when you go to CNN, what is it? Not what the doctor ordered. Not another headline. This is how much of flight MH370 has been found. Are you kidding me? That was updated 27 minutes ago. Justin Bieber's impersonator charged with more than 900 child sex offenses. Catholic school accused of body shaming for dress code guide. Pro-Trump media don't like GOP's health care bill. I always love that. So they call, and without even going to the story, ah, let me go to the, hold on. Because this always trips me out, too. So, when they call it pro-Trump media, okay? Pro-Trump media, like Breitbart. Eric Bowling over at Fox. That's pro-Trump media. So my question is, is CNN pro-Hillary media? Pro-Obama media? You notice CNN and MSNBC and ABC and NBC and CBS? They refer to Fox News or Breitbart. Or different radio hosts like uh, Rush Limbu or Mark Levin as pro-Trump media, pro-Republican media. But they're just the media. They're not pro-Democrat media. They're not pro-Hillary Clinton media. They're not Obama media. I find it fascinating. And nobody ever calls them out on it. Nobody ever calls them out on it. Anyways, let's back to the Iraqi insurgent. A U.S. official said earlier this week that nearly the third FBI's 1,000 ongoing domestic terrorism investigations involved those admitted to the U.S. as refugees. Claude Arnold, a former U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement special agent in charge of Homeland Security investigations, said the refugee program is vulnerable to abuse by terrorists seeking to get to the U.S. to harm Americans. Refugees are admitted to the U.S. based on the story that they tell uh, the investigator. And they are not required to produce identity, documentation, or other types of documentation. Since seeking entry is a particular 
is uh, uh, he he would have specified a story that matches information obtained by U.S. Customs and Immigration Services personnel uh, adjunct adjudicating the events. Nicks of terrorists in Iraq, ISIS have taken over whole raising the likelihood of identity theft document forging, Arnold said. That creates a potential for ISIS fighters to assume false identity. Uh, let's see. Uh, and perhaps the most glaring example of Iraqi terrorists getting into the U.S., two Iraqi refugees living in Bowling Green, Kentucky, were convicted in 2013 in plotting to help al-Qaeda. The men were also hit with additional charges after their fingerprints matched ones found on IEDs used in Iraq to kill U.S. soldiers. So that's the Bowling Green Massacre. When Kellyanne Conway said the Bowling Green Massacre, that's the thing that everybody went after her about, saying there was no massacre there. There was nothing happened there. And if she would have just said the Bowling Green terrorist situation, she wouldn't have got tortured because she used massacre. And because she used the word massacre, the media lit her up because of it. So in turn, the importance of what happened there got swept under the rug. The fact is, two Iraqi refugees, two Iraqi refugees were plotting to help Al-Qaeda. And when they were in Iraq, they were making bombs, and their fingerprints were on those bombs, and one of those bombs killed a U.S. soldier. That's all very important information. But it got squashed because Kellyanne Conway used the word massacre. So you actually had people on the left going, ha ha, I'm not massacre, bowling green, ha ha ha. Like people were laughing about it. The talk show hosts, the late night talk show hosts were laughing about it. So this story is pretty amazing. Iraqi insurgent and the fact that coming here and him being arrested and it was all swept under the rug because Obama didn't want that information out before the election. I, I don't know. I think it's pretty big. But who am I? Just jerk off Rob Zakari. All right. Taking a break real quick and be right back. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Are you, are you coming to the train led by a man? Who wants to break the chains? Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out for a wall built by Crane. 
Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain. Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Of hope, side by side with me, make America great again. Break the chains. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. And we are going to be respected by the world. Hi, we're back. Rob's care, Rob's care. Don't don't forget, guys. Uh, you can listen to us on Spreaker. You can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us on iTunes. Uh, you could go to uh, our Twitter feed. We have a great Twitter feed. I think it's a great Twitter feed. Okay, I think it's a great. I I think it's the best. It's the best. You can go there. It's uh, at Rob Zakari Show. Go there. Follow us, and uh, you will love it. You will love us, okay? You will love us forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. All right. So we've been talking about the deep state, uh, and more importantly, we've been talking about Obama and wiretapping. And watching the media play word games. There's no proof that Obama wiretapped Trump. There's no proof that Obama, what you have, Obama. No proof. Trump's crazy. Democrats are talking about impeachment and He's, he, the, the office isn't respected. And it's all, all predicated off Obama wiretap. They dismissed the Pfizer requests. They dismissed news articles talking about Trump associates who were wiretapped. They dismissed one of Trump's computers, one of his servers, were under surveillance. They dismissed that. They dismissed that because Trump said Obama wiretapped. Kind of like the whole Bowling Green Massacre. When Kelly and Conway was referencing Bowling Green, a real situation happened there. But because she said massacre, the media has been able to dismiss the reality of what happened in Bowling Green because of the word massacre. And so that's what the media is doing now. Obama wiretapped. 
So they're trying to make it seem like what Trump was meaning was that Obama was sitting in the White House and he had a couple surveillance experts come on over and he went, I want you to wiretap Donald Trump as if that would have happened. And everybody knows that's not what Trump meant. No matter what happens under your watch, if you're the president, you're responsible. Now, I know that's not how it works for Democrats. Because a whole bunch of wacky, crazy, and bad things happen under Obama's watch. The IRS uh, investigating uh, conservative groups, fast and furious. James Rosen having his computers under surveillance. But none of that was Obama. That wasn't Obama. When it comes to Trump, it's all Trump. When it comes to Bush, it's all Bush. When it comes to Reagan, it's all Reagan. Somehow, Obama gets away with this well, what was going on with Eric Holder and Fast and Furious? How would he know? Okay. Sure. When Trump said what he said, he was referencing the Obama administration. He was referencing, and everybody knows what he meant, Loretta Lynch. The DOJ. Everybody knew that. But the media is playing the word games. So the media is going, no, 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 no. What he means is Obama sitting at his desk with a surveillance expert tap Donald Trump's phone. And as long as they can keep that going, then they don't have to talk about the Pfizer requests. They don't have to talk about Manafort and some of the other Trump people that were wiretapped or his servers, the Trump servers in that tower, the Trump tower being under surveillance. They don't have to talk about that. And they can talk about it. They just say, Obama tapped Trump. Where's your proof? Where's your proof? Even though, for the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, BuzzFeed, They can write stories ad nauseum. Hell, the Daily Beast. Daily Beast is famous for writing stories with individuals who've signed non-confidentiality agreements, or non-disclosure agreements. 
confidentiality agreement. So can't go on the road, but they're, I mean, they signed an agreement that says they are not allowed to even talk to anybody about this stuff. So the Daily Beast writes stories saying Trump is this, Trump is that, he's done this, he's done that, all from somebody wrote uh, that that signed their name to an agreement that said they wouldn't say anything. So as it pertains to the left, they have no problem with writing story after story. Wolf Blitzer has no problem going breaking news. We just learned from sources within the intelligence community that Donald Trump likes to get peed on by Russian hookers. But when Trump or Mark Levin are talking about the surveillance that was going on during the campaign of Trump, the media says, where's your proof? Well, there, there, here's these sources. Well, those, oh, those aren't real sources. What, those aren't. What, how are those sources any different than your sources? Well, our sources, huh, liberal sources. That means they're honest. That, oh, my mic's dropping. My I almost did a mic drop there. So now, and I think this is important because, I, listen, I don't think Lindsey Graham all of a sudden likes Trump. And I still think Lindsey Graham despises Trump. But I can't help but to think that Trump showed Lindsey Graham something. Um, I don't know what, but Lindsey Graham had a private, a private meeting with Trump the other day. Like a lunch, something. After that lunch, the next day, Lindsey Graham is now calling for a congressional inquiry into the wiretapping claims by Donald Trump. Because remember, remember, the Washington Post did an article where they were talking about the FBI paying or getting ready to pay Christopher Steele. That's the guy who created the dossier. And basically keep his investigative work going against Trump during 
the election during the the you know the uh, well hell I got to imagine the primaries because it all started back then, not just the general. So remember the Washington Post did that story, and then the other day Chuck Grassley wrote a letter to Comey and said, "Hey, you know what?" That story the Washington Post wrote is kind of troubling to us. And the letter said, Washington Post reported that the FBI reached an agreement a few weeks before the presidential election to pay the author of the unsubstantiated dossier alleging a conspiracy between President Trump and the Russians to continue investigating Mr. Trump. The article claimed that the FBI was aware Mr. Steele was creating these memos as part of work for an opposition research firm connected to Hillary Clinton. The idea that the FBI and the associates of the Clinton campaign would pay Mr. Steele to investigate the Republican nominee for president is the run-up to the election raises further questions about the FBI's independence from politics as well as the Obama administration's use of law enforcement and intelligence agencies for political ends. So, remember, Grassley wrote that said to Comey, hey man, we want information on this. Considering that Harry Reid wrote a letter talking about this damaging uh, uh, information the FBI has, and then Hillary Clinton and her team were tweeting uh, about servers and computers that were under investigation by the FBI because they believed that there were links to Trump and the Russians. So what's going on here? And we've been hearing about the Pfizer request. So with all of this out there, Lindsey Graham had a meeting with Trump one-on-one. And after the meeting, I'm not saying right after the meeting, but the next day, Lindsey Graham said, you know what? We got to get to the bottom of this. We got to get to the bottom of this. Were there wiretaps? Were there investigations? Were there FISA requests? What is going on? Because remember, all of this would have had to have come from the Justice Department, Loretta Lynch. So, I don't know what's going to come out of it, but I feel that if Grassley is writing letters to James Comey, And Lindsey Graham is, well, I don't want to say going to bat for Trump, but he's not saying, you know what, he's nuts, he's crazy, he's a cuckoo bird. He's saying, you know what, we want to check this out. I got to imagine that Trump showed Lindsey Graham something. He had to have shown Lindsey something. Because Lindsey's no fan of Trump's. 
Now, maybe this is all a big game. And Lindsey Graham and Grassley and White House, they're all going to come back and go, nope, look, here's the evidence. It's zero. Trump's nuts. He's crazy. We got to impeach him. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I don't know. But I think there's something there. So we'll see. Interesting development. Interesting development. All right, listen to me, you guys. It's uh, 1010. We got to end it. I know it's a little early, but we started late. We've got a bunch of stuff to do. You guys have been great. Don't forget, listen to us at our normal time tomorrow at 7 p.m. It's Rob Zakari Show. Go to... Uh, uh, at Rob Zakari Show on Twitter. Go to us on Facebook. Uh, go to us on uh, iTunes. Uh, go there and enjoy the programs. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You are the best. Thank you for tuning in. Good day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.